Welcome to The Healthy Beast, Danielle Barnett, lead singer of the Urban Cookie Collective and NLP coach. Now, it's the NLP coach bit I particularly want to talk to you about because something really stood out from your website, daniellebarnett.coach. But we can't ignore the Urban Cookie Collective (laughs) side of it. So you're a professional singer and you've been with the band for how long? 20, 20, over 20 years now, over 20 years. And it's just been an absolutely magical experience being part of that band with the key to secret. So, was it the key, open brackets, the secret, close brackets, something like that? It can be anything you want. <laughs> it's literally, I've got the key, I've got the secret. And that is all about life, too. Look at that from your own point of view as well. So, kind of works with me, really, that song. <laughs> so you're a professional singer, but the thing that stood out to me, if I can read something from yeah, your, your website, you said you want to encourage encourage and and empower people to become the happiest healthiest and most powerful version of yourself by using amazing techniques that I've practiced over many years both in the performance and personal arenas now I'm not normally very good with the kind of self-help kind of stuff but it really stood out because you call yourself a life coach and it sounds like you've had to go out and do all these things that other people might find difficult so standing up on stage singing in front of god knows how many people (laughs) I think which would terrify most people yeah so is that something you struggle with yourself to be honest when I go up on stage I don't really get nervous because life to me is about connection and when I'm on stage in front of 15,000 people or if I'm coaching someone on a one-to-one basis as well it's the same connection so it's an energy that I just get and I give as well you know it's a it's equally giving and getting this energy so when I first started out yes I was extremely nervous but as I've developed over the years I just turned that into it. It's like an excitement and a confidence. It's an inner confidence and a trust in who you are, what you can do, what you can give and what you will receive as well. It's all about you as a person and being authentically you. And that's that's how I look at things. And how did you learn to tap into this side? Do you know, I have always lived my life without knowing with the law of attraction. So raise your vibration and you connect with different vibrations and you attract what you believe you're going to attract. You, you, the words that you speak will shape your world. The things that you think in your head, so it's the neuro part of NLP, the things that you think you can create the world that you're living in with your thoughts. So linguistic is the, is the speech and programming, the way you programming your world on a daily basis. So that's how NLP is so magic. Throughout my life, I've always, I've always naturally just lived with a, I think it's a kindness, actually. It's a kindness and, and life experience. I've been through a lot of things in my life that people would probably go, oh my gosh, and you're still here. <laughs> but I am. And so was there a was there a particular thing that you, when you how you trained as a as an NLP coach NLP. a few years ago? Yeah, NLP master practitioner. What was, was it? Was there a particular event that pushed you into doing that? Yes. Well, I as I say, I've always done my open cookie, and I've always been a coach in other areas like vocal coach, and I've always helped people. But I found myself getting very drained because I never knew the right tools and the techniques. And it all culminated. I went to Bulgaria um, to to help some orphans with myself and my son. I took my son, he's 10, who, who I adore to bits. And we went as volunteers to an orphanage and took the kids on holiday. And it was then that I realised that you don't need necessarily words to connect with people. 
It's it's done by body language. It's done by kindness. It's done by your eyes, the way you treat someone. And, you know, because the language barrier was very there. But the kids from day one, when we were with them, um, which had a lot of anxiety and a lot of, you know, they were separate from us. They were scared. They didn't know who we were. But by the end of the the end of the holiday, they they were playing in team groups and, you know, we were all together and they gave us these beautiful little painted stones as well. And um, it was wonderful. It was just a beautiful experience to have gone through. But I came out of there and I thought, this is so powerful. How can I learn more about techniques and tools that I can really use to help people without draining my own energy so much so I can direct people to their calm, confident selves very effortlessly, easily and effortlessly, just through their thoughts, their programming and getting into the present. And that's when I started looking into NLP. And um, I have to say, it's absolute magic. And the amount of people that I've helped just by the simplest techniques, you know, well, they've helped themselves. I've just guided them. It might be the wrong way of looking at it because I've never studied NLP, but you hear it talked about a lot by salespeople. Yes. So it's something, it's techniques that That's right. people use in business to kind of understand better yeah. who you're talking to. And you can see that there might be a cynical view of it from that because you're, Absolutely. you know, you're, you're using it essentially to get yeah. money out of people. Absolutely. Is the, is the ultimate goal. So taking aside that, how might it give you, if you're, say you're nervous about, you know, a speech you've got to give, performance. What, what's, a, what's an example of something you might look at in yourself? In myself, I always focus on where I'm feeling the issue. So with NLP, yes, you're completely correct that people do use it in the police. They use it in the police. They use it in interrogations. They use it in sales. They use it in so many different areas. But the way I use it is the absolute opposite. The way that I came to NLP couldn't be further from that. So I came to it. I'll give you an example of how I've used it. And at the beginning of lockdown, I put some messages out and said, look, if anyone needs any help if dealing with anxiety, anything that they're going through at the time, just contact me. There's no charge. I want to help so I had a lady call me and she was an older lady. She lived in a flat, just herself and a dog, and she had COPD. You know, the lung condition where you, I think it's from smoking, actually, from um, where you can't breathe properly. Okay. Just generally. So I, I'm not sure of the... A, a lung means. condition, yeah. Yeah, a lung condition. So obviously this pandemic, it was just, you know, focused on that, really, for her. And um, she was in a terrible state when she came to me on the phone and through just by the phone I talked her into the presence so we do a technique in NLP and this is the technique I use before anything before any visualization because when you visualize things as well you're creating what you're what you can actually see your brain will believe so you're creating your world with your thoughts with your visualizations so what's that phrase you use to bring someone to bring someone into the present that's it, yeah. Bring, bring someone into, yeah. Yeah, to bring someone into the present is the now state. That's why I call myself the now coach. And it's also called the hackalow state as Hakalau. well. The hackalow. Okay, yeah. so to bring you into the present. Yeah. So, I mean, I know a lot about, well, I know a lot, I read that book years ago, The the Power of Now. Yes. About, so about yeah. being in the present. So then that, and that made that idea very popular. I think a lot of people understand that you should be in the present, but it's this technique for bringing you into it. Yeah. So, so how, do you, how do you go about that? So what I would invite the person to do is to maybe look at a spot. I, I'll invite you, Richard. Okay, <laughs> okay. yeah, try so it on like me. To just look at, look at a spot on the wall. And okay. I'd just like you to just concentrate on that spot. And as you're looking at that spot, just notice you're breathing nice and relaxed. And you're looking at the spot and just noticing that your breathing's lovely and relaxed. And whilst you're looking at that spot, 
you can then notice that you can see your peripherals, all throughout your peripherals. And as you're still looking at that spot and noticing your breathing, noticing the peripherals, you can actually go even further than that. You know that you can go even through those walls and into the nearby towns that you're in because you know them so well. And your eyes are still not moving from that spot. And you know that you're breathing nice and relaxed. And then you realise that you can see the ceiling and the floor, the spot, the peripherals, nice and breathing, nice and relaxed. And you can go even further through the ceiling, even up into the sky, further than that. And you're still noticing that spot, noticing that breathing, the peripherals, down to the ground, through into the ground to the very core, just nice and relaxed, focusing on that breathing. And whilst you're doing that, you notice that you can maybe hear certain things in the background apart from my voice. Maybe the ringing of a phone or the telly in the background, laughing kids or a dog barking. And you can still notice my voice, the ceiling, the floor, the peripherals, the spot on the wall, the breathing. And then as you're there, you can then notice that you can feel maybe your feet in your shoes, your hands touching your legs or touching each other, maybe even the hair on the back of your neck, the coolness of the wind passing by your face, and you can still see that spot, the ceiling, the floor, even further than that, the outside, and notice any sounds. And whilst you're in this place right here, right now, you're just bringing yourself nicely into the present. And when you're in the present, you can focus on what's really important to you. What's actually important right here, right now. And you're not inviting in anything that's anxiety or fear-based. You're just dealing with things from a power of right now. And that technique is so beautiful and so powerful. And it really has helped so many people so far in this journey in the last few months. <laughs> it's been crazy. So how do you feel? feel good. It's great, isn't it? I feel really good. Because I think the, the I'm struggling to bring myself back to, <laughs> to talking to. now. You, but can, you can practice that now state and you can live in that now state. That's the power. The practice makes perfect because you're concentrating. You're looking at that whole you're living in the present and that's the magic not inviting in anything that might happen or what has happened in the past all that's important is right here right now what do you need right now and that is where that comes in and it's just a beautiful technique because I, I struggle with this definitely for for all kinds of reasons mm. take work for example sure I find it really really difficult to do one piece of work because I'm always thinking about the other bits that I'm not doing. That's right. This is, a, this, is a, this is an ongoing problem for me. So I'll sit down to do, to do one piece of work and I think, oh, yeah, but shouldn't I be doing... And this doesn't have to be work. can be anything. Yeah. To the point of even, like, you know, you sit down to play with your kids and you're thinking, oh, yeah, but I should be doing... There's That's something right. else I should be doing. That's right. Think of all that energy that you're wasting, worrying about what you could be doing, when if you focus on it, what's important right now, in this moment... What's important right now? And then you do that and you make a list of anything else that's important to do. 
And once it's written down, it's very clear, you can tick it off your list. And you know what? If you don't do it, is it going to be important in a year's time? Is it going to be important in five years' time? Is it really that important that you're wasting your precious, beautiful energy on something right now when you can be dedicating it to that moment? And that's it, living in that moment. So is this something, we, when you talk about writing things down, do you, mm-hmm. you talk about actually, do you sit and write things down and then put them aside and then have your yeah. moment? Or do you do this the whole, if it's on your mind, whole way through? If it's on your mind, just take a second and write it down. Because then you're recognising, you're acknowledging that part of your brain. Because it's telling you something, you know. Your, your body's telling you something all the time. Different parts of your body tell you things all the time. And it's when you look into those parts of the body, what is it that it needs so if it needs to be acknowledged to know that you're going to do that, just say, okay, yeah, I will do that. You write it down and then go back to it because it's not important right now. What's important right now is this, it's in, you know, what you're doing right now. And that's why I've actually created that confidence course that I did, the confidence challenge, I call it, because it brings everybody into a state of now and it works on all different areas, taking them back where if they need to fix anything or they need to revisit a situation that they lost their confidence when it wasn't a problem. You know, if there's patterns throughout their life and they need to just maybe work on those points where it changed, something changed in their life. So we take them on a 30-day course, 30-day challenge to change their mindset. It's a challenge for them to change how they think, how they speak, how they view the world and how they live on a day-to-day basis. And that's what I've done in this lockdown period because it's the thing that I can do rather than the thousands of things that I can't do. Yeah, because there's a thing, you were saying before we started, you had how many gigs? I had 60 gigs booked in this year and that was without, that was before it even started. Some more come in and I'm talking about like huge gigs I do. I'm very blessed, very grateful for my life. I love it. I love every second of it, you know, but I also love this. I love this and I just get, I get the same satisfaction out of that connection between two people or 15,000 people. It's just a magic thing for me. And just to know that someone can get through it, someone will get through it, because we are resilient. We're brilliant. What, what resistance do you have to these kind of techniques? Because I think, I think for me, it's great when you're, for example, when you're there and I'm looking at the spot on the wall, the first, the first 20 seconds I'm thinking, why did I pick that spot rather than oh. that spot? You know, stupid things like this. Why, why, why am I looking at that spot? I'd have preferred one over there. Yeah. Realising enough to, oh, well, you've got to stick with it now. That that's, that's not it. the point. That's not the point. But, but, it's, but yeah, it's, it's still that bu- terrible busy mind thing. And that's all to do with, I mean, the word meditation, it's used very widely. But all meditation is, is just calming yourself down and thinking about, just thinking about, you're breathing, thinking about you as a person, just taking it inside rather than externalising. So if you looked at a certain spot on the wall, then just trust that it's the right spot on the wall. Who's to say that it isn't? We're making our own rules. Has anxiety been the biggest thing that people have been suffering with that you've oh, spoken yeah. to? Do you know, yeah. It's anxiety and it's not just health-based anxiety, it's also work-based anxiety. Because in my industry, you know, the the events industry, um, the people that work backstage, behind the events, the people that run the show, the people, that are the performers, the actors, the actresses, the theatres, the whole 
big business that's going. You know, it's a real... These are real people. These are real people's lives. And everything is just literally stopped. And that is out of our control. And so when something's out of your control, you can either waste energy by worrying about what might happen, or you can just bring it right into yourself again. What is reality? Because externalising... You can't, you can't predict what's going to happen. You can't control what's happening on the outside. All you can control is how you're seeing the world, how you're feeling the world, how you're feeling yourself and what's important to you right now. And then when you get in that zone, then you'll start feeling better and you start sharing that positivity. And it's like a flame and it just goes to the next person and then they feel calm and then they can help someone else. And if we can create this wave of positivity, calm and light, that puts out the dark. This is where this is where I start, I start to find it difficult. It was, sure. It's when you talk about it almost like this physical energy, you even used vibration. Yeah. Yes, it is. It. This is. This is when like the... Um, the hippie alarm sure. goes in my head slightly. Uh, only at this, only at this point, and I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong at all. No, no, but, no. But um, this, but this, this idea of the the vibrations. I I totally spreading understand. A, spreading them. I mean, maybe it is what maybe it is really what's happening. I'll give you an example because everyone has bad days. I mean, I get out of bed sometimes, and I'll have a bad day. I'm at that time of life, 21, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know. But I'm at that time of life where hormones are racing around, and you know. I, I have bad days, I have good days, I have great days. But bad is in inverted commas. Because if you ever notice that if you get out of bed on the wrong side, then you can stub your toe or you'll drop that plate or you'll, something will just really niggle you, you know. And you'll just start noticing everything around you that is on that vibration. And I understand that, yeah, it sounds all hippified. Yeah, it does. But it's it's a real thing. We are energy. We are you know, our bodies are vehicles and who we are as people, we are, we're giving out energy all the time. So if you're tuning into that lower vibration, that lower energy, you're attracting things, you get a parking ticket maybe, or you'll go down a one-way street or, you know, your kids will start screaming at you and you'll just be like, you know, you're, you're not in that right mindset. Whereas if you get up and you just try and breathe and, you, and you're on that positive level and you're attracting in or that positivity, then the things that would normally maybe niggle you if you're having a bad day, you can just deal with them on a different vibration, different level, and it just doesn't feel so frustrating. And when you're frustrated, that's because you're not connecting with that part of yourself, what it needs. So maybe it's just connection that it needs. Maybe it's frustration because you need to talk to someone or you need to, you need to just feel grounded in some way. I like this idea of of real positive energy yeah. being transmitted from one person to because don't think the fact that I said it sounds a bit hippie-ish to me don't think that means no. I don't agree with it because there's loads of stuff yeah. that I, I I like now I'm into now that a few years ago I would have I'm mean, even doing yoga I, I I really like yoga and was actually yeah, going go. to classes when 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 we when we were allowed to do that and and a lot of the stuff they say it might raise a bit of an eyebrow but I'm far deeper into it than I ever thought fabulous thought I would be so who Yogi. knows maybe maybe the actual vibrations and you know what I mean mindset it's mindset that's all it is it's, you don't have to think of it as vibrations just think of it as energy because if you look at animals they're energetic you look at a flock of birds flying how do they know they 
one follows. There's energy everywhere we look. Energy comes from everything and we are part of that energy. So we're tuning in to what, we, what we're giving out. We're tuning that in. We're inviting more of that back at ourselves. So choose, just choose wisely what you want to tune into because everything's possible. What do you do when people around you, people you need to deal with for whatever reason, yeah. are completely different? So they're bringing yeah. the bad energy. How do you how do you deal with that? Do you just shun people, or do you have to uh, find a way of? I recognise that that's theirs. That's theirs to keep. But I don't have to take on their energy. I can stay focused and know and trust who I am as a person and what I believe in and. Their energy is theirs. They may be going through something in their life that's frustrating. They may be having just a bad day. But I don't have to take on their energy. I am I am confident in the fact that I I feel ha- I, happy. I feel my own energy. I, I don't need to take on the external to feel good internally. So... If you are around someone that's having a negative day, you can almost, like, see, I'll go back to visualisation because that's very powerful. But you can visualise yourself, firstly, get into the now state because when you're in the now state, it's not a problem because you can deal with things rather than getting frustrated. You're dealing with it from a place of now. You take some time. Take some time to think about, you know, just just staying calm, present. And um, once you're in that now state, then you can choose whether you want to take on their energy or whether you choose to keep with that that nice happy energy where you are now the calm peaceful energy i like that phrase you used you said um if someone has is, is angry or has bad energy whatever you said you'll leave that to them that's theirs that's leave that that's that's theirs that is theirs because i think that's the real problem is it when someone enters a situation and they're angry or depressed or whatever People want to feel the need to meet them on that level. Yeah, that's right. Someone's sad, so I will also be sad with them. Someone's angry, I'll be angry with them. And I think there's probably a very good human reason for doing that because you're without whether you think or not. Yeah, you're connecting to that person. Yeah, Yeah. and it's it's problematic. It's particularly problematic for me with certain people that they always have a kind of energy that I'm. I see. I'm already using your phrase, but they always have a kind of energy that I'm. Yeah. They already have a, they have a kind of energy that I'm perhaps not comf- comfortable with. with. Yeah. So, for example, somebody who wants to spend a lot of time bitching about everybody, or mm. someone who's just generally cross about things, or yeah. or someone who's very just just down on everything and perhaps perhaps sad about things. You want to you want to share their pain with them. You want to you want to help them with their problems. So you end up acting like they do, and it, and the problem is then it brings you to that to same their level. level. Absolutely. Whereas if you notice their words, what world are they creating out of their mouth? What are they saying about themselves? What are they giving out to the world? Um, what are they seeing things as? You know, you can be looking at the same situation through different eyes, you know, so... That's theirs. And you can't change anybody else. You just can't. right? All you can do is change your perception of the situation and change how you react yourself to that situation. So as soon as you kind of accept that and let go of that, then you can really be with someone that is like that. Because, as I say, that is theirs. And maybe you can be with them and just maybe point them towards, how about if you looked at it from this point of view rather than, where you are now or how about if you just 
what's important right now for you. You know, like if you're if they're on a level that they're very upset, how about calming them down into the present and then just breathing through it and finding out what's important at that point right now? Is this anxiety, is this fear that they're surrounding themselves with, is that important right in this second? And if it is, let's deal with it from a place of now rather than the, the noise that's going around them, you know, on a daily basis or... So you could look at something specific. You could say, you know, you could ask them about, a, what is, is there a particular yeah. thing that they're angry uh, or sad yeah. about? But, but rather, than, rather than being caught up into the whole mood of it, to, to ask if there's a specific thing that needs addressing, I guess yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. But also you can choose who you want to be around as well. You, you have to take responsibility that you have that choice. So you can choose how much energy you give someone. You can choose how much you, you actually give someone. That's yours to choose. So I'll give you an example. I adore my parents. Well, I love them to the world and beyond, right? My dad is, um, is a lawyer, as I was talking about earlier. He's a, he's a t- retired lawyer. But, and he's a very lovely man, but he's quite negative speaking. And I love him to bits for it. But he's, an, you know, he's that mindset. You know, it's always bills, 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 right? So I'll tell you a little story, which is quite funny. This is to do with reframing, which is also part of NLP. So I went there to, to my dad's house one morning and he was opening up his post. And I said, oh, what have you got? And he goes, oh, it's always bills, bills, bills. I went, oh, okay, so it's always bills, bills, bills. He goes, yeah, it's always bills, bills, bills. I said, okay, Dad, try and say, how about saying, oh, I'm going to get checks, 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 right? We we looking at it. And he looked at me, he started laughing, he goes, oh, Danielle, he goes, stop it. He goes, I never get checks, it's always bills. I said, Dad, just say it, humour me for once, humour me. He goes, okay, all right, he goes, all right, Danielle. Checks, checks, checks. So he's sitting there, opening this pile of posts, and he gets to the last one. And he opens it up and he's looking at this and he's looking at me over the table and he's looking down. I said, what is it, Dad? And he started laughing and it was a check. Ah, uh-huh, got him. <laughs> so, you know, our words, call it coincidence, call it law of attraction, call it whatever you want to call it. But I call it energy. You ask what you want to receive. Look through your beautiful eyes. Look through our gift of life the gratitude of everything around us and when you're paying a bill instead of thinking oh it's bills 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 thank you say thank you thank you for I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying paying that bill because it's given me what I needed to pay for and and I'm grateful for that so I try and really look through everything through perception perspective and and just through good eyes because why not yeah I think I you made me think of an example of my um, my dear old dad, who I adore, <laughs> yeah. he, he's got he's he's got a thing that every year when the nights start drawing in, yeah, you know. So and it's when it's right when you're still in the middle of summer, so July and August. He always he always mentions it and says it's de- says it's depressing because oh. I think people like the longer days. He's like, oh, oh, it's depressing, isn't it? And I get cross with him because I say you can't just say things are depressing because what you know what chance is that giving you know this this thing that happens nothing to do with me happens regularly yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't find it a depressing thing it's just a thing that's happening but i think i deal with it badly by getting cross with him you see what i would say at that point is when wasn't that a problem (laughs) what happened at the point of his life that made him decide that that was depressing Mm. And that's where that's where you'd go back to with NLP to go back to that point when it wasn't a problem. When wasn't that a problem? Yeah, that's a powerful question to ask anyone or anyone or yourself 
When wasn't it a problem? Because at that point, you chose, we choose to make the decision whether, oh, it's just depressing, or whether, wow, that's a beautiful night sky. Look at those stars. We get more time to relax because it's nice and calm at night. What are we deciding about our lives? What are we deciding about our worlds? And when did that change? If there's a, a recurring pattern, something happened to decide that. Yeah, because it, I think it links into all sorts of this whole view that life has got good bits and bad bits and you should this is, you're not you know you, you can't enjoy yourself on a Sunday night because the next day is Monday morning you know you've got all these points and the end of Christmas is sad because your Christmas is finished and you could look at reasons to be to be sad about every point of your life couldn't That's you right or you can look at the same thing and just completely turn it upside down on its head and be completely ecstatically excited about the potential and the possibility of what is going to happen that is it it's a brand new start brand new book brand new paragraph brand new everything and you're writing it that's how i live my life open every day every day and even on the bad days knowing because i do get those hormonal bad days it happens and i've got a 10 year old and it's like it comes hand in hand sometimes but every day it will pass and tomorrow's a new day or the next hour's a new hour what can you do right now to get back into that positive mindset? What can you change about where you are right now in that point of view that would, it would just allow it to switch and go into a positive mindset? When you, when you find your view of these things challenge, when you have bad days, mm-hmm. are there times when you think, oh, well, this, this stuff doesn't work anymore? No, never. So, you Gosh, never, never. so you've never lost faith? Never, because it's yin and yang. You can't have a rainbow without sun and rain. You can't have, um, you can't have um, stormy water without, you know, you know, you'll have calm water on the other side. The storm will always lead to a calm period. You know, the eye of the storm. There's so many things. It's this whole energy, this whole universe is the yin and the yang. It so you have. Is. Sorry to interrupt. So you're saying you have to know what sadness is, or no? Oh gosh, yes, yeah, emotion. Order to be happy. To be open emotionally is the most powerful gift you can give yourself. But it's also not to, to dwell on that sadness. It's to, it's to recognise it and to listen to it and to find out what that part of you, where in your body is it that you're feeling that sadness? And when you've zoned in on that part of you, if, it's, if it is a part, it just might be a feeling somewhere, is there, is there something associated with it? What does it need? Talk to it. And yeah, it might sound a bit hippie-ish, but we are, that's who we are. We need to listen to our bodies. We need to listen to our souls, ourselves, and find out what it is we need to change to feel better and to do it. When you're listening, this bit of listening to yeah. the parts of your body, yeah. they, they, they say this in yoga, but they say, um, what do they say? Notice, notice without judgment. So if, you, ah. if, they, they, so you, if you've got a niggle somewhere when you're, yeah. when you're standing in your yes. mountain pose or whatever yes. it is, if you've got a niggle, they say, I think that's why they say notice without judgment. So you're not, in that sense, you're not trying to fix anything that's wrong. Right. You're just noticing that something's there, I guess, yeah. to allow it to disappear if it wants to. That's right. But are you saying you, you should question, in. question what... Well, what, what, I would say at that point, I would tune into that and I would... So this is NLP. So what you'd do is maybe, say you've got a pain in your arm, in your shoulder, 
to say in your shoulder. I'm pointing to my elbow. So you've got So say you've got pain in your shoulder. I would then tune into that pain and I'd notice if there was a colour associated with it. Okay. Oh, here we go. Hippie, a, hippie stuff again. No, but now. this is colour. NLP. Oh, no, okay. no, no, this is NLP, right? Yeah. So then you notice this is all what neurolinguistic programming is. NLP. It's very powerful. So you'd notice if there was a colour or a shape associated with that pain. Right? Really, and then you could notice. Maybe you could even change that color. What color would you prefer it to be? Maybe you can visualize it to be a different color. How would that feel on a scale of one to ten? Maybe you can even move that pain around just by thinking about moving it. Maybe you can even move it outside your body, because we are creating our own bodies. You know, we we are energy. This, you've taken me to another level now. I know. Here we I'm, go. I'm, I'm, st- I'm, I'm going to. I'm sticking with it. Okay. It's just NLP. So, no, but I like, I like the, the looking at the pain and thinking of it as a colour. Yeah, a colour, a shape. Is there a voice associated with oh, the pain? A voice. This is all what it is. NLP. Is there a voice associated? If there is a voice, what's it trying to tell you? If it is trying to tell you something, does it need to? What happens if you change that voice to a comedy voice? Instead of what it was. Maybe if you changed the position of the voice outside your body. Where is it at the moment? Is it inside? So change it outside. What's it saying now? Just see if you can move that pain. See what you can do with it. Maybe it might even want to ask it to disappear. Hey. So it sounds like what you're... And I'm trying not to make silly remarks, but it sounds no, like fine. this is kind of, the, kind of the idea that by manipulating... Because yeah. I guess it's just, it's messages, you know, you could look at, there's a, I guess, a biological reason for doing it. There's messages being sent to your brain. And by, I guess, trying to break down what the messages are. Just looking at it. You may break up the pathway to your... Yeah. It's how we, you know, people go through childbirth with, with mild hypnosis and anchoring, which is another part of NLP, where anchoring is, is extremely powerful when you when you talk about a situation that you absolutely had the most incredible happy emotions for and powerful emotions and you can anchor them in to a state so that when you press maybe your thumb thumb and your finger you can trigger that emotion back again so you talk about all different things that make you incredibly happy that, that have just made your world even more beautiful at just particular times and you can talk about all the things that it makes you feel and you can trigger an anchor so that it will just be used at any time that you want so how does anchoring work exactly yeah so anchoring so say if i asked you what's one of the things in your life that you love the most I could pick a child, I suppose, or a member of the family. I'd say, I'd say an experience for flipper. you. Okay, some... For you. Something that makes you come alive. What makes you come alive? Okay. A uh, sport I do. Sport. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. You... Okay, so what sport is it? Jiu-jitsu. Okay, jiu-jitsu. Okay, so when you're playing jiu-jitsu, how does that make you actually feel? Let's feel those emotions right now. I think it just makes me forget any problems I've got and you just you move in a way that you don't move in other parts of your life and just like an alive animal I think okay no. so where are you feeling that whereabouts in your body do you feel that that alive animal everywhere everywhere yeah? yeah what does it feel like brilliant does it electric yeah. yeah yeah just brilliant okay so bring that up even more make it even bigger than that even bigger, right? While you're there, as you're raising those emotions, as you're getting there, just squeeze your thumb and your first finger together and feel it even more. Bring it up. 
Feel those emotions, mm. really feel them up. And then as soon as you're losing the peak, just let go of your fingers. Okay? And then you can do that again. You can actually do it. And you can stack anchors. So you could, let's do that again. You can so stack. Stack anchors. So you could do stack something different. Hmm. You could do maybe something else that makes you feel amazing and do the same thing with your fingers and your thumb. So fingers so as, and as, thumb. As, the, as the, all the emotions rise and you get more and more, that feeling, that powerful, confident, resilient, excited animal that's coming out, that's going to be anchored in there. That's yours. That's your magic there. So you bring so up this, bring po- up, you bring up, a, you find any super positive experience. That's right, you. and you just talk you, about you, it even you, more. You like, you like think yourself into it. That's right, you can just, you can imagine what smells you're smelling. Can you smell anything when you're in that experience? Probably not good smells, quite so we, we, we'll might, might, that, that might not be the best. That might not be the best thing. Maybe, can you hear anything? <laughs> can you hear anything in that experience? What would you hear? Fighting, fighting, grunting sounds. I, okay, yeah. anyone like applauding or anything around you? Or? It's unlikely, but yeah, so that's occasionally. Not, that's not your thing then. So you're focusing on that actual feeling of when yeah. you're doing it and that's what you're getting. And so that's what you would anchor in. Yeah. Same thing, like say if you were skiing, I don't know if you like skiing, but you could anchor in those positive things that make you come alive and everybody's so different and that's the beauty of it everyone's got their own things that they'll trigger their own anchors that they can trigger and if you're feeling maybe that you need a bit of that in your life as day to day you can just squeeze your finger back there just close it close your eyes get all those emotions back they do they do this in yoga the finger and thumb together but i've never i've it's one of those ones i've never quite understood what it's for ah see that well that's they call it well they call it a chin mudra i think they call it they they do it in yoga and it's very powerful and you don't have to just do it you can anchor it anywhere you can touch your 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 chest or you know just any anywhere anywhere that you could just it's yours you can just anchor it in I like this technique. It's, it's beautiful, honestly. So anchoring, this is part of NLP. Yeah, it's training. part of NLP. And do you know what? It's to be open-minded because when we're in a box, it might feel quite safe in there, but it's quite dark. And when you're in that box, can you actually think? Whereas if you come out that box and start being open to all the possibilities around you, and if something's not working or you're not happy with something in your life, then maybe be open to the possibility of change and trying something different. Being a bit open-minded and saying, okay, I'm not used to hearing this energy or I'm not used to hearing these words, you know, about about life in general, but how about we give it a go? How about I just take five minutes myself, calm myself down, getting in the now state, see what happens? Do you think, because obviously... You'd have been involved with a lot of people who who are into this NLP and so Very forth. Very much so. But do you think, on the whole, people are going in the opposite direction? Because obviously, you you look at people walking around. There's there's a very obvious physical way in which people are shutting off. And I'm not just talking about the masks of the last couple of months, but you know, headphones and often the the big like like we're wearing now, kind of big noise cancelling headphones that block out the world and it's fair enough you know we we're deliberately blocking out the world while we're doing this but if that's your permanent state everywhere you go do you think a lot of for the small number of people that are moving in the right direction do you think there are lots of people who are becoming less present and but just think how powerful our noise cancelling headphones are we're very focused on each other right now and it's a beautiful thing so in everyday life if that's what's bringing your focus in and that's what you're focusing on then you're not focusing on the noise around you, really. And if that's what's making you happy, what are the rules that say 
you can't do that. That's a very good point because I think I'm I'm probably one of these people who's always looking at it as a negative thing. But so you're saying somebody who's on the tube, they could be in a in a great state. They're in state. their zone. They're in their zone. They're happy. They're happy. Why not? Who are they hurting? <laughs> well, I suppose that's the argument for it as well. What you know, I've got wonderful music or podcasts or whatever they're listening to, and what else are they going to listen to around them? That's it. The doors opening and closing. Yeah, I mean, at this time as well, when we're all on our phones a lot more than normal, it's that connection. That's what we're getting, that connection. We've lost so much connection at this precise moment in time. And this last five months, it feels like the whole world just has... It, it feels like so much disconnection has happened and we need to connect as a human race because we are human creatures that need to connect to, to live happy and fulfilled lives. So if that's their way of connecting with their friends or with their family or or that's where their way of connecting with their outside world because maybe they're too scared to experience other things, then then that's okay, because it's okay. Whatever makes you feel good, it's okay. So you don't think there's a problem with doing too much of it through a device, through a phone? or At this precise moment in time, I think if that's what makes you happy, then I think you, you, you need to do what makes you happy, because people are scared about the, the outside world at the moment. People are scared we're fighting an invisible virus, we don't know what we can trust, who we can trust, where we can trust. So if that's what's letting them trust at that time and giving them some confidence and some contact with the outside world, there's no one that's saying, you know, that that's a problem. However, if it's stopping them from doing things because of fear-based, I would suggest to them to maybe take some time, get into the now state, find out what it is exactly, break it down, what is it exactly that you're experiencing that you're scared of at, by doing this? Is there any ways you can look at the situation differently to protect yourself and others, you know, by doing certain things? And, you know, so if it becomes a problem in your life and you're addicted, then that's a different question. But if it's something that they're getting connection with and just it's their way of being happy, then I would say... Go wild. <laughs> yeah, lock yourself away. Yeah, be be happy. Be happy if that's what's making you feel happy. As long as you're not living in fear and anxiety. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing what makes you happy. You know, maybe measured. I wouldn't say sit on the phone for 24 hours a day, you know. I would say get out and maybe have a little breath of fresh air and maybe, I don't know, I say I'd do some cooking, but I can't cook to save my <laughs> to save myself so you know not cooking for me but you know talking to someone over the phone to me if I if I'm ever in a state of disconnection I know if I'm frustrated in my belly if I talk to one of my NLP friends or just someone that I've got a connection with that I can really talk to then that just opens me up to the possibility of freedom again and I feel better so if you're burying your head in a device because because of fear and anxiety that's not necessarily the best thing to do. It's evening it up and going to, you know, making your life as to live rather than just existing, you know. We shouldn't fall into that just because we're just about old enough to remember when we didn't have them. We shouldn't fall into yeah. that trick of saying, oh, you should remember what life was like for us because yeah. the world's changed, hasn't it? Massively changed. Um, and it's changing all the time as well. It's being open. It's being open to that change and just going with the flow. Just go with the flow. Don't try and control things that you can't control. 
just control yourself. When people talk to you about anxiety, and particularly with a view to you know the the performing arts, you can you can look at you can look at the anxiety that you want to overcome, but something like you know stage fright of, of whatever level. But when they say when people say what I'm feeling is not anxiety anymore, it's a it's a real fear of the way the world's gone and where yeah. where jobs are going to be and so forth. Yeah. Then how, how do you how do you kind of determine which is sort of silly anxiety that you don't need you want to get rid of and which are genuine fears is this a problem that you hit with when you're talking to people well all I would say at that point is to stay very present because it is a very challenging time at the moment and a lot of us are experiencing massive changes in our lives you know in different industries but you're not alone and to reach out for help if that's what you need to do. It's so important to talk about things. It's so important to to reach out. I mean, I'm always there to speak to as well. There's a lot of different people out there. If you haven't got that close family connection or someone that you can speak to, make it a point to talk to someone about how you're feeling. And Because when you break it right down, it's everyone needs security. Everyone has to feel safe. So... You can you can create your own safety and just trust that there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. And whatever you need, you'll always get what you need if you can just stay positive and focused. It might not be what you want. You know, you might want a flash Ferrari and you'll end up with a, um, I don't know, a, a normal car. <laughs> but, you know, but, but that car will do the same job. It will get you from A to B. You might want the, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the big house in the country with swimming pool but you might just get a flat. But that's okay because it's a roof over your head. That's electricity that you've got. You'll always get what you need and people will always be there to listen and to help. And it's never the end. It's never the end. There's always a way. There's always a way out. There's always a way forward through to the light. So it's being grateful for what you have. Is that one of the... Massive. ...sort of founding stones of it? Massive. Look at what you've got rather than what you haven't got. And once you've got that gratitude and you fill your whole world with that gratitude and love and acceptance and just know, just go with the flow. You can't control what's outside. All you can do is head towards where you would like to be. You know, you, if you're sitting at home on your own, not doing anything, you're going to stay at home on your own, not doing anything. But if you go out and make waves and say you contact someone, the, the resources that we have around us are incredible. The internet is massive. And maybe you contact someone um, if you're looking for a job, your dream job, and you're contacting someone that you maybe thought you couldn't contact before. And maybe you might even get a reply if you're open to it. Yeah, If you get a reply, they might not help you in the way that you think, but they might give you a pointer that will give you some other direction that will keep you along that road. And you'll learn all the time. And you Use this time to learn new skills. What makes you come alive? Because we can grow. We are change. So be open to that change. In the in the recording industry, even even not in weird times like this, it must be a time when it's almost impossible for people to not look at each other and wonder, like, this person's doing slightly better than me. Why haven't I got such and such a gig? It must be. That's fear. It must be one of those industries where. Even even at the top, people are, are kind of looking at who's who's doing better around them. So it must be much more of that in the in that industry than others I'd have thought. See, for me, I don't 
I look at someone doing a gig and I get their energy from it. So I so I could look two ways. I could either go, why aren't I on that gig? Or I could look at it and go, God, look at that gig. You know, look at that energy and just get something from it. You know, I choose to look at it through the eyes of gratitude and and I can relate that back to my own personal experiences as, oh, I've done that. How amazing is that? How incredible is that? And I know that the right, I, I will get my gigs again. You know, next year I've got loads booked in. But whether the virus will allow it or not, I don't know. I don't know that and I can't control that. But all I can control is how I feel right now. So, you know, I'm I'm happy for people. I think that everybody, we have an unlimited resource of the in this world that we can tap into at any time we want. And yes, it takes work. And yes, it takes perseverance. And yes, there will be down t- a lot of downs as well as a lot of ups. But that's how we get to the destination. And when you get to the destination, to actually recognise that you are there and be grateful for it. And then just think, OK, how, how else can I grow? What else can I do that can either help others or help myself, be kind to myself? What ways can I grow as a person? Because it's internal, it's not externalising. Okay, so the basic things we need to do. Be grateful for what we have. 100%. Very, imp- very important. Yeah. Control what you can control. That's control right. the controllables. Yeah. So don't don't worry about things that there's nothing you can do about anyway. That's right. That's theirs. Be in the present. Be very present. So bring yourself into the present. And that That's technique right. you showed me, find a spot on the wall. That's right. This is like mindfulness, right? So you Absolutely. just, you, you're basically just finding a spot on, it doesn't have to be a spot yeah. on the wall. You're finding something to focus yeah. on That's and you're right. sti- you're finding stillness. Yeah. You're breathing in That's and breathing right. out. It's just a, a light hypnosis, basically. You're, we, we live our whole lives in hypnosis. When we're driving a car, we're in a light hypnosis. When we're, you know, taking the kids to school, when we're writing something down, when we're ordering our shopping list, whatever it is, we're in a light hypnosis. We're doing what needs to be done. We live our whole lives like that. So just taking that light hypnosis into yourself and just focusing on you for once. I like this phrase, light hypnosis. Yeah, so, that's what it is. So you're always in and out of different mm. states and this is just bringing you into a... Yeah, like adverts on telly. They, they work on hypnosis. They're yeah. just working with your subconscious. Okay, so being grateful. Yeah. Controlling the controllables. Yeah. Focusing on the now. And the other one. Oh, anchoring. Anchoring. Yeah. I'm doing the yoga yeah. hands now. Yeah. Anchoring. So this yeah. is just finding a positive, exp- a time in your life when you feel very positive. That's right. And just getting Taking those emotions, bringing them up, bringing, looking at every single emotion that you're experiencing at that time and just looking into it even more than that and making them even bigger and doubling that feeling and tripling that feeling, you know? So you've just got that feeling literally exactly like I'm doing that. It now. Exactly, I, I like see it. you. You know, and it's literally that. You've got control of that. That's your emotion. That is unique to you. That's your toolbox. I like it. I'm going to do more of it. Do it. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. So, Danielle Barnett, if people want to find out more about your work, it's yeah. Danielle... DanielleBarnett.coach. DanielleBarnett.coach. Yeah, and come and join my 30-day challenge. Challenge yourself for a new perspective. <laughs> I'm already feeling better about my day. Oh, Danielle, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so grateful so. to be here as well. Thank you for well, having thanks me. Thanks for coming. Thank, thank you so much. Danielle Barnett, thank you very much. Thanks again to NLP coach and singer Danielle Barnett on Instagram. She is urban dot 
cookie.collective. She's daniellebarnett.coach, that's where all her NLP work is. And Healthy Beast Podcast is at Healthy Beast Podcast on Instagram. Thank you very much.